Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Pipeline Superheroes podcast, where we look at B2B founders, investors, operators, and everyone in between and learn how they grow their businesses. Today, we have a double episode. We have Patty Sung and Chris McPherson, co-founders of TakeUp, which is helping boutique and limited service hotels price courageously. Uh, so we'd love to learn about your journey and how you came up with take up and really what pricing courageously means as well, because that's a fun phrase. Um, but before that, just how are you guys both doing? Good, good. Thank you for having us. Thank you for of having course. us. Of course. So happy to have you on. Um, really fun uh, to talk to founders as usual. And that's the best part of this podcast for me, certainly. I uh, would love to learn how you two met and how uh, maybe we could lead that into the ideation of take up. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm happy to start. Um, and Chris, obviously, jump in and chime in if I miss anything. So both of us actually met at a venture studio called 1848 Ventures. Um, they are based in just outside of Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, we both joined roughly around 2020. I joined late 2020, and he joined uh, in early 2020. Um, and we got um, so the venture studio model um, they provide a lot of resources to founders. Um, you don't have to come in with an idea, but they have specific requests um, and, and areas of interest. So there is certain industry they're interested in. Hospital hospitality, uh, travel industry is one of the areas they, they are really interested in. We both love to travel. Um, so we jumped on it um, and that became kind of our area of focus. And the other requirement they have is you have to have a solution that focuses on small businesses and also have an AI component to it. You have to use data science to really help turn what we call uncertainties into opportunities for small business owners. And so with that, those um, really, you know, guidelines and guardrails, we just launch into doing our research and talking to many, many different owners, uh, operators of hotels, visit the hotels, shadowing what they do, and eventually uncover the problem of revenue, man revenue management. Essentially, it's um, how do you set rates, your daily room rate, um, and how do you actually maximize your revenue by doing that? Um, so that's a you know quick story of how we met. Excellent, excellent. And um, you know, I've obviously booked a lot of hotels in my life, and I've always been curious how the sausage was made in terms of room rate. I, you know, had always just assumed without knowing too much about it that there is, uh, you know, it falls under the normal mechanisms of supply and demand. And I might have also assumed that there was a tool like Take Up behind the scenes optimizing this. Um, but to that point, uh, you know, as you enter this industry, the hospitality industry, which, um, you know probably has areas where there's a lot of innovative tech and some areas where there's a lot of legacy tech. I would imagine some mm -hmm. of the bigger brands, like I'm thinking of, you know, big hotel brands probably have these old legacy systems while, you know, maybe the smaller competitors, like with everything else necessarily wants to, you know, move up from ankle biter to real competitor with, you know, uh, technology that separates them. Um, but what we'd love to understand, you know, as you were researching this from a product standpoint, um, what were like these big pain points and like, um, and like, what are you really replacing too at the end of the day? Yeah, this is a, a great question because we shared those same assumptions. In fact, when we started <laughs> our early research, we didn't have our sights set on revenue management at all because we had sort of assumed that it was largely solved and that it was a bit of a, a red ocean, so to speak. And we knew that there were many competitors in the space. Uh, we discovered organically through getting to know plenty of owners and operators that that it was really not the case that there was lots of intelligence 
Um, and in fact, further research uh, down the road, there's something like 78% of all properties, at least in the US, that don't use a platform to help them with rate management. Uh, kind of mind-blowing, uh, but there are a lot of uh, sort of old conventions, rules of thumb that are applied. Um, to give you an example, uh, lots of hoteliers wake up in the morning and they look at the four nearest competitors of theirs, and they're looking at you know what changes might have you know they made for this week. And uh, sometimes they follow suit, sometimes they you know follow and maybe add you know ten dollars because they think their property is worth that. Uh, but really, it's it's a handful of conventions like these. Uh, without a whole lot of objectivity behind it. Uh, and that actually got us really excited because like Patty was saying, uh, part of our uh, sort of strength um, as, as sort of individuals coming into this was bringing objectivity to decision-making, right? And one of the tools in our tool bag for doing that is machine learning, artificial intelligence. It's my background. Uh, and, um, you know, clearly, it, you know, the, 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 the two here, um, there is a, a, a very, um, exciting match for us to see that this was was not the case and that we had the background and the tools to pursue it. Um, but that was just the beginning. Lots of learning and iteration later um, uh, from, from that sort of idea point. And Grant, one of the things that you mentioned that there are a lot of legacy products, it, true, truly there are a lot of legacy technologies. And because these big brands are they're so large, um, they essentially have a, you know, I wouldn't call it a monopoly, but they have a large share of the, the market. So it's really, um, they don't need to innovate as fast, um, but now with the advancement in technologies and also these small businesses, small businesses, especially independent boutique hotels, um, they are growing around the world um, and the Airbnb, there's a big push. So um, people are feeling the need to really uh, adopt new technology and actually COVID actually helped um, this industry because they realized that what used to work don't work anymore. So they have to do things differently. They can no longer just guess how much the room rate should be because you can't really predict. You can't predict demand. Um, you can't, there's so many different variables that you actually have to consider. So technology becomes even more important to adopt um, in this era. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I also, you know, there's a, um, with every machine learning technology, there is the network effects of the more that you use it um, and the more data that you, fe you feed it, the better results you get out of it. So we'd love to understand how that works for the end user, because it sounds like, uh, you know, over time, it, uh, the machine learning algorithm is able to understand the fluctuations, not only with the hotel business, but with that specific, you know, end uh, node point, you know, whether it's a specific hotel or whatever. Um, so we'd love to understand like how that works and, and how you've seen the product uh, improve over time for specific customers. Yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and and that is our approach. Uh, we we like to say that the way to learn how to price is by pricing differently. <laughs> you, you're you're never going to know if you can get 175 a night when you're used to getting 150 a night if you don't try. So our product is designed around this what we call exploit explore loop. So we're exploiting the learnings of the model. But but uh, systematically and intelligently exploring new opportunities to continue to learn. So to your point, to continue to generate that data that we're going to be able to feed back into the models so that it can be making even better uh, revenue generating decisions. Now, it, 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 it's not as easy as that. I, I think you're pointing that out. Um, this is actually one of our challenges, really, as a, as a company is 
putting AI in a product, right? There's the there's the technical challenge of building the model and getting the right data, right? But even putting that aside, there, in my opinion, the the, the larger challenge is putting it in a product um, in a way that uh, actually can service a business. Um, and uh, so how we've approached this is really through three different uh, um, sort of ideals. And one of those is transparency, right? So we we do not take a black box and throw it at the hotel and say, trust the rates that are coming out of this and step away, right? 100% um, transparency in every move that our system is making, explaining why it believes there's an opportunity where it, it wants to go and giving it to them in a way that's, that's easy to understand and explainable. Um, secondly, uh, it's built to work with them, right? So our system, for example, may discover some interesting opportunities that are opposite of those conventions, right? It, it might learn that, hey, this competitor, don't follow them at all because we're not learning any positive correlation between their movements and the demand at your property. And that can be that, that, that can be surprising, right? I mean, especially if those conventions have been driving, um, you know, a hotelier's decisions for, for potentially decades. Uh, and so what we do there is we give control back to the user. We're not coming in uh, what I would call technology forward or technology led as a product. Obviously, we believe in the models and what it's able to learn. But ultimately, we have to meet the hotelier where they're at and bring them along this journey that's led by them. So we give them full control over what our system is doing and how it's behaving. So they actually get to almost be a part of this, um, this, this, this engine, if you will, and guiding it. And so, for example, they can put boundaries around where the model is allowed to explore. They can put behavior constraints, like um, never go down on rate, only go up, right? Because they may be concerned that a guest uh, booked booked a room and then two weeks later that same room is cheaper, for example, right? So they have control in a, in a lot of different ways. Thirdly, we put a human in the modeling loop. Now, now this is what we do on our side. We actually, as part of TakeUp, as part of the service that we offer, have revenue management experts uh, essentially um, maintaining and, and observing a triage of rates that our system is producing. So that way we're putting real eyes, real human eyes behind what the model is producing and validating and maybe even making slight adjustments and how it's exploring and um, again, what it's exploiting too and, and what it's learning. And this really develops trust, right? With the users that this isn't just a black box, but also quite frankly, it, it improves the effectiveness of our product as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, it's really fascinating stuff. Um, I also like the component of, you know, breaking from conventions. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of the famous AI story. Um, I don't know how apocryphal this actually is, but of teaching AI to play Go and it did moves that no <laughs> other human had ever done before. So there's definitely a learning component right. there. Absolutely. Um, well, would also love to learn more about your go-to-market so far. Um, who do you think has been the best client right now for TakeUp and who is the ICP that you're necessarily targeting? Yeah, so we, I can take that one. Um, we are learning along the way. So we started with, you know, if you think about the hotel structure, the ownership structure and management structure is very complex. So there's a brand, the brand can be owned by individual owners. And so you license the brand, but it's the property itself is owned by an individual owner. You're just licensing the brand. You could also get a management company involved to help you manage the day to day. Um, but so as we 
along this journey when we started with the brand and working with owners, working with management companies. What we are eventually really learning is that owner, what we call owner operators of smaller independent boutiques, you could think of them as bed and breakfast inns, are really our current um, ideal customers uh, for now uh, because they really have a more need. They have acute need. Um, they need solutions. They don't have alternatives. Uh, right now, they are the owners think very similar to how we think. What they want to do is they want to maximize revenue, and that's essentially what the product is doing for them. And they also don't want to be involved in the day to day. They really need to take some time back to really focus on their customers. So our system is designed to completely automate that entire process. If they want, they choose to completely automate that process, or if they want to be involved, they can be involved too. So the product, it really is designed around their pain point. And so this is the customers that we're trying to serve at the moment. Um, but eventually this can, this technology is very flexible. We're eventually expanding into other areas. You can think about short-term rentals. Um, these are, you know, especially the ones that are managed by management companies. Um, there are more units that they're managing. You just can't possibly change rates for every single unit, every single day. This is what the technology is designed to do. So we can do that. We can also do RV parks. We can do campgrounds. Um, sky's the limit. There's so many different applications for this technology. Yeah, I find that really fascinating because like where you can stay and how you rent it is definitely like the options have exploded with the rise of Airbnb, um, which has been really fascinating to watch is folks, you know, as there are alternative options that necessarily challenge hotels, it's great for the industry. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's great for folks um, that are selling uh, solutions that help that along the way. Um, and in terms of your go-to-market so far, what do you think has been effective in terms of acquiring customers? It could be uh, specific channels. It could be specific messaging. Like what's like really resonating so far that, you, uh, that you're proud of? Yeah, so this we actually also learned from uh, people in the industry. So we didn't come in with any assumptions. I think um, it's very easy to just think that you want to run a digital marketing ad, right? And then just to get the customers that way. But what we did is we intentionally go and listen to how your buyers and how our users and the buyers, how do they purchase technology solutions? We go and learn about it. Um, so we learned that from industries, uh, events, industry conferences, uh, from so other founders in the same industry, just to understand their journey, what they have, what they have learned, uh, what didn't work, and what worked. And so from there, what we learned is what worked most, um, the best in this industry for hospitality is word of mouth. Right, people really do share the best solutions or their favorite solutions with their friends. So to get to word of mouth, you really need to delight your customers. I know everyone, like all founders, are trying to do that, but this is truly in hospitality. You gotta make your customers love you, and they will spread the word for you. And the other channel that works really well is also what they call the evangelists. So there are different evangelists in different regions. Um, and so they are those people that the rest of the region, a lot of the hotel owners look to them and really help them understand what technology they want to use. They're the first, they're the early adopters of all different types of technologies. Whatever they use are likely being um, adopted around the area. So we also target those evangelists to make sure that, you know, we can delight them, we can really service them, get them to love our product, and then eventually they'll help us get more customers. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, awesome. And you touched on this a little bit 
uh, in terms of, you know, areas you can go with the product and new markets you're interested, uh, like uh, Airbnb type rentals. But what else do you, would you say is on the horizon for take up? Like, where do you see it going in the next 12 to 18 months that you're really focused on? Yeah, Chris, maybe we can share a little bit of our big ambition. Sure. Yeah, we, hmm, this broader idea of bringing objectivity to to decision making, especially in small businesses, uh, uh, you know, again, has long fascinated us. And pricing is just one of those decisions, right? And, and so we we actually look at it from that perspective. And um, we have ambitions beyond even pricing, right? How can you bring objectivity to other decisions? Uh, marketing is another easy example, right? Of you know, you're, you're you're trying different techniques, and hoteliers have many options to them. Uh, but it is so hard to wade through the noise of what happens after sort of post um, uh, campaign, for example, and understand the the effectiveness of that. And you know, the ROI, for example, um, the technology we're building that that at, that's at at its core, right? Is um, we're we're pushing a rate and we're observing the reaction to that rate and the demand sh shifts to that rate and and we're trying to work through the noise to find that real signal um, and we're becoming very very good at it and we think we can apply this to um to many different business decisions um and, and marketing would just be a, another example of that absolutely absolutely well really exciting time um uh really thankful for you coming on the podcast being able to learn from all of this i'm sure folks that uh, are in the you know, selling to the hospitality industry or looking at data-driven solutions would be really fascinating to learn from this. Um, but by ways of wrapping up, would love to understand uh, or love to ask you for uh, any gives or asks you have the, of the community, like folks are looking for specifically, it could be hiring, it could be types of customers, it could be mentors or investors. Uh, now's your time. Well, ask. We're always looking for more uh, customers. That's always uh, mm -hmm. helping us validate what we're building. So, any customers, at any hotel owners, operators looking for new solutions, uh, we would love to talk to you and share a little bit more about what we're doing. Um, even if they don't buy, it always is a great conversation for us to learn directly from potential customers. Um, so, that's definitely one. Um, second, we will always love to get some advice from um entrepreneurs that has done this before uh we're always looking for great conversations learning from them learning from their journeys and stories and mistakes um so that we can actually uh, learn and build the product faster and, and really grow a little faster absolutely anything from you chris i you covered it really well i mean uh we we've learned a lot just by just through relationships. So, you know, we're, we're always open to building new relationships and uh, seeing where that, that takes us. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the time today. This was a really fun episode. Always great to talk to founders and rooting for you. Excited to follow your company into the future. Thank you for having me. Thank us. you so much.